Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the Free to a Good Home podcast. My name is Michael Hing, and this week it's a very special episode because Ben isn't here. Yay! (laughs) And you know what that means? It means it's going to be the best episode ever, or at least the most professional. You'll notice that this week's interruption uh, during the introduction (laughs) was a delightful cheer, uh, not chewing, squawking, or gargling, as you might be used to. And uh, that is because filling in for Ben Jenkins this week is... uh, Triple guest on the podcast, I think. I believe so. Uh, BuzzFeed reporter, former television personality. Uh-huh. <laughs> what? Former television personality. Well, you've you've left that well behind, have you? I was just on the television bloody last week, mate. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, current television yes. personality, uh, Alex Lee. Hello, how are you? Hi, I'm very well, thank you. It's so good to have you here. Now, uh, before we get into it, you are appearing, Alex Lee, in about two weeks at a very special live Free to a Good Home that we're doing at the Giant Dwarf Theatre in Sydney on the 16th of July. Yes, that's right. Uh, it's going to be very fun. Yep. We are doing a live performance of the <laughs> Free to a Good Home podcast. Also, uh, Dragon Friends is happening, yeah. which is our live Dungeons & Dragons show. Uh, so if you want to get tickets to either of those, you can find them on the Giant Dwarf website or via their Facebook page. That's Giant Dwarf in Sydney. Uh, Alex, how have you been lately? What's been going on? Oh, so good. You were on the telly last week. What were you doing? I was just doing a bit of uh, presenting on the ABC's The Checkout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, joining us this week <laughs> as our guest is uh, first time on the podcast, I believe. Uh, he's just come from a university examination. Yeah. I think you might be the youngest person to ever do this podcast. Yeah, I'm very talented. Um, <laughs> it's a uh, young comedian, Aaron Chen. Hello. Hey, what's up? You How are you? Well? I'm very well. How are you? How long will you be I'm a great. young comedian for, do you think? Probably next 12 years and then that's it. That's the cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, so when you turn like... 12 more years. And when you're 33. like 30, you're 33, you'll be like, no, nah, I can't do this anymore. No, nah, I'm too old for this. Because <laughs> you're, like, you're like the youngest comedian on the circuit, right? Like it used to be Jack Drews and yes. then you like dethroned him. Is there someone else now who's like I think mussing went, in on your turf with baby comedian? Jack yeah. Drews, Tiny Sam Campbell, comedian? Aaron Chen, I believe. That was the kind of... Is Sam younger than Jack? Oh, I thought that's what my Maybe that they're the same era. Oh, maybe. Maybe mm. they're concurrent. There's a guy called Kieran Lyons who I think is younger than me, Perth oh. comic. Are you do you do you yes. have like a feud going with him? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Does he know about this feud? Enemies. He's the ni- he's the nicest and friendliest guy, but it's all a facade, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how was your exam this morning? It was alright. Like, um I'm never doing that subject subject again, but it's like <laughs> it's fine. I think you can as I was saying before, you can not study for arts subjects. That's a thing, right? <laughs> this is like the attitude of a stand-up comedian doing a university uh, degree. Well, I'm certainly someone who dropped out of an arts degree. Yeah. Um, Alex, you completed sure an arts did. degree. Yeah. Uh, did you have to study for any of your subjects when you were at university? Mm, no. Nah. No? Oh. Did I? I don't really remember. Just mad natural talent. Um, I'm sure I did try and study. Not even is studying. You've got you've highlight got, stuff. You've got one of the youngest minds in Australia <laughs> right here. Yeah. <laughs> and and you're giving him this advice that you don't have to study. I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> just just write some jokes. That's all they want. Yeah, they love that. <laughs> do you ever do you ever slip a bit of uh, a bit of mad uh, comedy into your essays and whatnot, into your assignments? Uh no. <laughs> I it's remember not my favourite comedy format. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Comedic essay, you know? No. David Sonaris over here. Similarly, do you ever, uh, do you ever kind of uh, slip a bit of your studies into your stand-up so as to yeah. kill two birds with one stone? Yeah. yeah really? I, d- I do, but people hate it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no one enjoys that experience. 
<laughs> um, well, this is a podcast where we go through the week's classifieds and find the best and worst things to talk about. And I was thinking, because we haven't had you on the podcast before, Aaron, we could ask you if you've ever uh, bought or sold anything online before, <laughs> like a Gumtree or an eBay or a Craigslist ad. Yeah. Oh, man. One time, so I was one time I was on Gumtree trying to look for uh, comedians like hiring their services just to see which com- like comedy person was a nerd. Right. So you're looking to see if like like finding dirt on right. Other so if comedians. like if like Michael Hing is like, hey, I'm out there. Yeah. Well, do you want to hire me for your wedding or your bachelor party or whatever or 21st? I can do a comedy set. And I'd share that on Facebook and be like, huh, Michael Hing's a hack type thing, <laughs> <laughs> right? This is one of the cutthroat things you have to do to, to yeah. stay to on ahead. top as the stay. world's youngest <laughs> comedian. To stay the people's favourite. <laughs> <laughs> but there were literally zero people. Like, no one's doing it. Not even, like, the people you think that would do it. They didn't do it. <laughs> so I'm like, this is an opening, right? <laughs> Wait, so you went from you went from judging this thing to then seeing a, a market trend that you could take advantage of. Within five minutes, like, <laughs> the same browsing session. <laughs> yeah, so I put an ad up for, for my comedy management services, which at that point was just me, but I was willing to like get friends in on this if, like, the job was big enough, Wait, right? so were you offering were you offering comedic services or were you offering management services to comedians? <laughs> I was offering comedic services to real people. Right. But if, say, they needed a... They wanted a gig in their backyard with, like, five comics, mm. I'd be happy to bring oh, four right. comics oh, right. along. Okay, okay. So, so you're setting yourself yeah. up as, like, a big-shot comedy producer? Yeah, I'm all right. about the... Business side of things. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, what do you remember what your ad said? Yeah, okay. So, uh, <laughs> I was like deep into my Kanye obsession at that point. How long ago was this? This was um, probably a year ago. Right, okay. So, relatively recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, too recently. <laughs> um, and Kanye, you know, Kanye has that uh, label. Good music. Yep, yep. And he spells good in capital letters with dots. Yep, yep. I thought uh, as a bit of an ironic twist, um, <laughs> I'd call it bad comedy. <laughs> <laughs> with the dots and everything. Wait, where were the dots? In, in between each letter. So, so B dot A dot D dot, dot yeah, comedy. comedy. <laughs> was, was, that an anagr- oh, sorry, was that an acronym or something? Did no, it- not at all. <laughs> um... It was just like, yeah, in line with uh, Yeezy. And um, the the ad was a very standard ad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just listing the services and the type of stuff that we as bad comedy did. <laughs> and we got one response. Oh, um, I got, sorry, I'm saying wait, we. But to back up, me. before we hear from yeah. that response. Yeah, yeah. So was it, were you selling it as the idea that we would come to your backyard and do your gig and do bad comedy? Or <laughs> it was just, we call bad comedy <laughs> and we'll do good comedy, but yeah, it, what a we'll funny do... name we have. Yeah, what, okay. a, <laughs> what a zany name. <laughs> so what was the one response you got? <laughs> one woman's like, um, I really need an MC for my wedding. <laughs> and immediately, like, I'm like, no, nah, I'm out. This is out of my debt. <laughs> <laughs> so you chickened out. So I emailed her back. I'm like, I'm so sorry. I can't do this. <laughs> um, and I sent her like the emails of some actual comedy people. 
Yeah. So in a way, I guess you were still doing your job. Like, did anyone Poorly. get a gig out of that? I have no idea. Like, I, I sent her the emails of, like, comedy management companies. Okay. Oh, oh, right. Contact <laughs> like, these people with actual comedians and can turn your wedding into an actual thing. Like... <laughs> Man, uh, would you ever, I mean, is that something you see in your future, going back to your producing roots? Because, you know, they say, yeah. like, isn't it like every startup fails five times before it gets off the ground? Yeah. Maybe this is just the, the first hurdle in your, uh, in your quest to become the new token management or the new, you know, big laugh out or whatever, the new Montreal Comedy Festival. Maybe, like, I don't know. Um, I'll definitely, I definitely liked it. <laughs> liked doing it. So do you think long term you'll just be like, increasingly organizing more and more lavish events that you'll For feel sure. more and more out of depth with and will cancel on people like <laughs> at, a, yeah. at a more critical time. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. You're going to yeah, put on definitely. like... You've flown know. over all the comedians from interstate, <laughs> you've booked the opera house like, and then no, you're like, I'm oh, I'm nah. I'm out of my can't yeah. do it. <laughs> wow. It. So what was your... So what... So you weren't comfortable <laughs> doing wedding... What, no. would, what would, would you have been, you wouldn't probably wouldn't have been comfortable doing like, you not know, a would, like funeral. <laughs> yeah. I mean, thankfully there's not a lot of, uh, of need. There's not a lot of demand no. for comedians at funerals. It's not an essential service. <laughs> it's not like coffin or headstone, <laughs> but I, I would ask like, what would you have done? Like if she'd just called you and said, Hey, I'm actually just wanting to organize, you know, a, a 40 minute gig in my living room. Yeah. Would you have done that? I would have done that. I'm happy to ruin people's 21sts. Like, <laughs> that's probably the highest thing I'd go to. Mm-hmm. Alex, would you ever MC a stranger's wedding? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be so good at it. I'd be like, oh my God, it is so amazing to see Gary and Katie together finally. And yeah. I'd just be like, they're such dear friends of mine. It's such a privilege. And like, I'd just trick everyone into thinking that we were best friends. Wow. Well, for sure. Like, you have that like energy and that exuberance, but I'd be like stinking up the place. <laughs> like, just awkwardness. <laughs> so give us a taste on what you're like, what, what are you afraid would happen? Just bombing at someone's wedding and people are like, why is this happening? And would you have to write wedding gear as well? Or do you think you could just do your normal stuff about school or whatever you do? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's like, so Darren and uh, Anne are getting married. Uh, How good's cockroaches? (laughs) That, yeah, no, it's my nightmare. It sounded like the worst experience. Had you not thought this through at all when you did it? Well, wedding is not the thing that, like... Okay, why would you respond to a Gumtree ad with the title Bad Comedy <laughs> for your wedding? For the like, most important night of your life. Yeah. I feel like it's probably like not a good wedding if that's where you're going to. <laughs> so maybe I should have done it. I feel like, like you would have been like surprisingly good like for, for that person if they were looking Thank on Gumtree. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Obviously, spe- their standards would be low. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of weddings, yeah. uh, I have a, a, a fresh off the hot presses Gumtree ad that I want to share with you guys. It's from, uh, it, it was posted today, Cardinia in the Melville area of Australia. Hello, mm-hmm. Melville. I have no idea how to, if I've said that right. Good folks. <laughs> and it's then. entitled, Urgent Sale, all in caps. <laughs> 18 karat gold diamond eternity and engagement ring set. Must sell ASAP. Regretful <gasps> sale. $2,000 on nearest offer, serious buyers only, worn once, make an offer. Yeah. So this is someone selling an engagement ring for $2,000. What I'm intrigued with, by with this, obviously it's a semi-sad story. And by semi, I mean probably very sad story. Mm. It says only worn once. Oh. So that means it's not, it's not like it's never been worn. Yeah. It's been worn 
once. So it's not a situation where someone has proposed and they've knocked it back. Yeah. They've pro- someone's proposed, they've accepted the ring, it's been worn once, which probably means, I don't know, how often do you but take that a ring? But also, like, yeah, if, it, if, if it's a ring, yeah. wearing it once could be 60 years. It could be forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get you in the <laughs> ring industry. <laughs> yeah. Don't you take off your ring? I mean, I don't wear any rings. Alex, no. do you wear rings no, at all? No, I lose them too much, so oh. I don't, don't wear them. Also, no one gives them to me. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> no rings on these fingers. Or toes. <laughs> Is that a thing? Engagement ring on your toe? toe? Rings? Yes. It's not a thing. Yeah? No, yeah. it's like you, it's a commitment ring on your big toe. Oh, really? Really? Yeah, with rubies. Big toe. No. <laughs> no, to, not really. You're talking to very two socially maladjusted people <laughs> yeah, yeah. don't understand. The King and Aaron have currently got like no pattern pencils <laughs> like, out being like, toe rubies. <laughs> toe rings. Uh, I've never worn a ring, I don't think. Maybe like a fun Maybe like a fun ring I've worn. Yeah. Like a lolly ring like that you got of intensity. Ring. Yeah, or or, a, or, a, or an ironic kind of ring, like a, a very gauche ring that I've won in intensity. Mostly rings that I've won <laughs> <Yeah>. at <laughs> video game parlours uh, I've yeah. worn. Didn't you have some friendship rings at one stage? With who? With like Ben and, and Pat? I don't think so. What do you? Wasn't I don't it know. some like best friends ring you guys were wearing for I, a while? Look, I doubt that if I had a best friend ring, I would have done it with bloody Ben Jenkins and Patrick. <laughs> Let right, me tell okay. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, so you think this is a? You think this has been worn for sixty odd years, and <laughs> yeah. that counts as once? Don't you? Don't you have to take yeah. it off when you shower or something? Or do you? I don't. I th- I think people leave people them on. People leave them on. Really? Except when yeah. you go out on Friday night and leave them boo at home. Yeah. <laughs> That's, this is quite probably quite revealing about my parents then, because my parents don't wear their wedding rings um, day to day. They, they, I yeah. think they would wear it if they're going. If they're getting dressed up, they'll put them on like a formal wedding. All oh, right. But day to day, I don't think they do. Like, um, I know this because my mum leaves her wedding ring. On the st- like next to the stove, like there's a little, there's some little hooks we leave like rubber bands on, and her wedding <laughs> rings are also there. <laughs> yeah, so she's not like not wearing it out of care for it, or uh, she is. Well, she is leaving it above the stove with the <laughs> rubber bands. <laughs> I think it's because of her job. I think it's like ties, maybe. Like you know how doc- doctors don't wear ties because mm. they're germy or whatever. Maybe there's something to yeah. do with rings. I don't know. I haven't asked her about it. Mm. Uh, my dad just doesn't straight up doesn't have a wedding ring, so I don't know what's going on there. But he doesn't wear one that doesn't have one. So. My parents just gave me and my sister their wedding rings like a couple of weeks ago. What? <laughs> they were just like, well, they weren't. Yeah, I think my mom just decided to upgrade at some stage. She's like, I want a new one. So she like went and bought herself a new yeah, one. Now, your parents are still together. Yes, yeah, yeah. they're both together. <laughs> this wasn't a spiteful like a divorce. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they just sat us down at the table. No, we were just like talking about like family heirlooms one night at dinner and mum was like, Oh, you guys like want our stuff? And we're like, yeah. <laughs> so had your dad. So like they went and got it out of the safe and there was like, my mum said like uh, I could have her one and my sister could have my dad's ones because she's got fatter fingers than me. <laughs> and I was like, yes, like mine's going to be a really nice one. And the one my mum gave me is like really, really chunky, like this chunky silver thing. Yeah. Um, it, it, it looked quite masculine. And my, sis- and my dad's one had a freaking diamond in it and my sister really? got it. So I got totally Maybe you got off. tricked. Engagement or tricked. wedding ring. So your mum gave you her wedding band. Yeah, yeah. So there's no, so there's no like big old jewel on it or anything? No, nothing. It's quite nice though, but it's like, oh, I thought it would be more sparkly. <laughs> so you enjoy having it? Like you don't wear rings, but you like... No, I like to have, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's too... Cool. Was this a, a family heirloom passed down from her mother or father to, no, to her? No, I don't think so. No? I think it was just like a gross ring from the 70s. 
<laughs> when did she replace her gross ring? Um, probably 95. Oh, so it's like 20 years ago, right? So she's giving you a ring she hasn't worn in 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And is the, was the kind of hint, hey, ding dong, <laughs> Ding dong, you're married to your sister now because I certainly <laughs> can't get you to marry. <laughs> is your sister married? No. No, okay. Uh, yeah. So this, this does seem like a very big hint from the parents. You know what? It probably is. <laughs> but you hadn't thought of that before. Like, you've both got long-term partners. We are not getting any younger, and I've got no photos to show the tennis ladies. So. Oh, she, she, wants, she, she wants them babies, you think? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Aaron, what's your marital status right now? Um, complicated. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, how married are you? Probably a 4.2. <laughs> uh, what, uh, and, and, and you've never... You've, you, I've never been married. I've never been married. Fully. Right. <laughs> Fully, just half marriage. Yeah. Yeah, Virgin fingers. <laughs> um, would you be interested in buying a $2,000 wedding ring? Um, it's two, I mean, it's $2,000. And really why is it so once. urgent? That's my question. Yeah, yeah why I mean, is it so urgent? This does suggest some sort of curse, I think, right? They've worn it once, <laughs> they've turned to stone or been engulfed in flames, and now they need to... Yeah. Uh, Move the curse on to some sort of virgin fingers, Aaron. You know, <laughs> I'd take uh, two thousand too much though. How much feel. would you pay for a ring? I don't at this point in your life. Mo- at this point of my life, like for a ring, like honestly, I'd pay around a hundred dollars if it was. Yeah. So if you were, a lot. if, you if were, they gave the, me this two thousand dollar ring for a hundred dollars, I would. That's an investment, right? Yeah. So you just keep that for when <laughs> yeah. when so the big day comes. Are you yeah, a bit? Sure. I mean, do you feel a bit cash strapped right now? Like the comedy business isn't going as well as you thought it would. <laughs> well, you know, engagement rings are meant to be like a third of your year's salary. Or wait, yes. that sounds like uh, a lot. That yes. sounds like uh, the wrong number, doesn't it? A third. But it's meant to be like a, a real big chunk. Oh no, like a month's salary. A Maybe month it's salary. a month's salary. Really? Yeah. That would. I mean, I don't know oh, that I could buy. A, I don't know that mm. I could buy a ring. For a month of my salary. <laughs> like, I certainly do not earn enough money to... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not interested in... I'm not interested in this at all. Um, let's move on. Hey, uh, <laughs> Aaron, do you have uh, a classifier that you want to share? Sure. This one's my favourite one. It's... Uh, the title is Wanted. Looking for any free dog signs. <laughs> the pictures... Uh, do the, the ad first says... Like the title say... Please contact me. Cheers. Thanks, with an X. <laughs> Look below, smiley face. And there are four pictures of dog signs. <laughs> so the first one is classic, warning, dangerous dog with a very angry looking dog. Next one, beware of the dog, classic. <laughs> Third one, area patrolled, trained attack dog. So it's like varying in scale. And the last one is, warning, bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a picture of this little puggy looking dog. Yeah. What intrigues you about this? I does this person have a dog? Like, <laughs> <laughs> is this a thing? Like, or do they want to look like they're having? They have a dog. Oh, so you're saying oh. the sign would is do the f- job of a dog if the sign is convincing enough? Yeah, because mm. these are all pretty intense signs. <laughs> I don't know. The other thing is with those signs, like with these signs, like this person has gone to the effort of finding these signs on the yeah. internet and putting them on Gumtree. Like surely the next thing to do is just print them out and then <laughs> you've got those free yeah. signs. <laughs> if, adding an extra step to this process. Yeah. 
it's like this person is uh, wanting to be real intimidating, but is financially like not good, not in a good place. <laughs> oh, so you're saying this person, like that, that that's what I think. Their ambition is slightly outside of their grasp. Yeah, they, outside of their reach. They want to yeah. be running this operation, but they can't afford it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like there's some high security thing they're doing. Like them, yeah. They've got a drug lab at home. That so far is just like... It's still in the investment process. Like <laughs> yeah, they need yeah. everything they can get right now. It's just talcum powder and some bowls. <laughs> um, so have you ever... I mean, do you, are you convinced by these signs? If you saw them in a house, would you not rob this house? Would you not, uh, att- you know, kind of invade their personal property if you knew these, if these signs were up? Yeah, they're pretty... They're, I got was bitten by a dog in recent history, so... What do you mean you were bitten by a dog? <laughs> what? Have you, you guys never been bitten by dogs? No, uh, no. I have I've had a, I had a dog for like fifteen years. I never didn't got bit. Get bit. I mean, maybe I got like licked a bit. It's not the same though, is it? Yeah. <laughs> what happened with your same. dog? Like bite? I was flying people's like doing like a letterbox job, and what? then why I, were you doing that? Like, what what were you flying for? Dog food? I can't remember. It's just a letterbox job. <laughs> oh, this is just a job you had, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And a dog ran off from a leash on a pole and bit me on my butt. <laughs> like that was it. That's that's so awful. So if sorry, I saw this sign, Aww. I'd be like, "How how long ago was this?" I'm um, like a few years ago. Everything that happens to me happened recently. <laughs> <laughs> I've wow. only started experiencing stuff in the last four years. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened? Did you have to go get a tetanus shot and stuff? Or yeah, I did. Wow. Did, and was the dog like put down or anything? I don't know. No, Is that no, what happens? No. no. It wasn't like horrendous. Oh right. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty minor. Did it break the skin? A little, a tiny, the, like, I had jeans on, so it was all good. And did the owner come and apologize or anything, or? Yeah, but it was super defensive about the dog. Like, you want to be, you want to keep the dog alive, right? But what do you mean know. defensive? Like, were you taunting the dog or something, or? He was, like, wiggling his butt at it, like, <laughs> hey, dog. i <laughs> get a bit of it. <laughs> um, no, they were, like, defending the dog. He was like, no, the, you, <laughs> what, what? you were, he didn't do anything. This was like thing. victim blaming to me. Yeah. Oh, a wow. little bit. Did, did you stand up for yourself? Were you like, nah, I was just firing and this dog bit me or? Yeah, a bit. But I was like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm, yeah, that was good. It's not a big thing in my life. I feel like you, you seem reticent to talk about this, Aaron. I feel like there's been some sort of court injunction where like, <laughs> they countersued you and now I'm, you're not allowed to. I made a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> As a result, you're allowed to like name names or something. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> uh, of those signs, which is the sign you find most convincing? Uh, area patrolled trained attack dogs. I reckon that's... Are you allowed to it have... sounds like there's a whole system. Are you allowed to have trained attack dogs in 2015? I feel like that's not... That's, that sounds very dangerous, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess they're like in this, the Melbourne CBD. Like, this <laughs> yeah. isn't out on a farm somewhere. Oh, yeah. This is inner city Melbourne. <laughs> yeah. Patrolling, like, your, you know, penthouse apartment or yeah. whatever, just attack dogs. <laughs> hey, let's move on. Alex, do you have one there? Yeah. Um, this one is from uh, Aberfoyle Park in South Australia. All right. Hello, South Australia. It's called Aussie Bogan Scrap Steel Removals. Free. Hi, Bogans. I want your steel. Anything from white goods, e.g. fridges, freezers, washing machines, ovens, air conditioners, car batteries, car batteries, car parts, in brackets, steel, electric cabling, basically anything I can get on my trailer, 7x5, any steel, even rusty. I love it. Call me Adelaide Southern Area. (laughs) And then the photo, am I right? The photo there is... (laughs) Yeah, the photo here is... uh, VB, a VB logo, but on it is very bogan. And the next picture. 
<laughs> the next one is so like a clip out of the the recycling symbol. So those three arrows, <laughs> and this is a few things about this. I mean, first of all, why did what does he want to do with all this steel? He's just like, I love it. Yeah, I love it. He, oh. It's not he's not offering a service. Like he's yeah. not doing. I'm going to do white goods removal for you for a fee. He just wants steel. He just bloody loves it, and he only wants to get it from Bogans. <laughs> <laughs> is he paying for it? Uh, no, he says free, and he oh, only wants used steel. So yeah. presumably, this person is building a robot or decorator. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, Some but sort a of very Bogan Australian. <laughs> yeah. Why? Do, what do you think is? What do you possibly think could be <laughs> the relevance of aiming this ad at Bogans? Maybe. Chappie Two Australia. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, if you're listening to this overseas yeah. and you're not sure, a bogan is like it's 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 like a kind of a classist word that Australians use to describe people who are who, who I guess uh, embody like the negative stereotypes of Australia. Mm. I think that's probably yeah. it. Like, like a redneck. It, I yeah, it'd be similar to like a redneck or something. And it's kind of a it's it's a bit of a like it's it's a weird word actually because it seems like it's it's totally okay in polite company to like make jokes about bogans, but in reality, it's just kind of making fun of poor people, right? Like that's. Yeah. What it feels like to me, but in this instance, they're aiming this ad at Bogans. Like, what do they want to achieve by like, <laughs> like, what is it that Bogans are going to offer you in terms of steel that you can't get from just anyone else? Yeah, I mean, okay, can you read it back, Alex, but right. in a, in a snooty voice, like it's a oh, like the right. rich person who's not. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, oh, okay, it's so good to be at the colonies again, type thing. Hi, Bergens. <laughs> I want your steel. Anything from white goods, e.g. fridges, freezers, washing machines, ovens, air conditioners, car batters, car parts, steel, electrical cabling, basically anything I can get on my trailer, 7x5. Any steel, even rusty, I love it. Call me. <laughs> yeah, that's like a Cruella de Vil. Yeah, that's how rich people sound, I'm pretty sure. Um, do you think this is the way the rich keep us down? Is that how it works? Steel, because they know they're going to use it against. They know we're going to use it against them in the revolution. Oh, so this person is probably building some sort of uh, Bastille style bouquet. <laughs> yeah, think? exactly. So they're going to take all the steel from the bogans. So when we're like, eat the rich, and we go and we try and. Um, you know, smash their houses. They're yeah. going to be like, oh, I can't hear you from behind all my steel walls. <laughs> <laughs> Suck it, Bogans. You thought I was taking away your things for free. <laughs> I mean, oh. probably that's I assume that's what's going on. Yeah. Can I just say there's another little ad under this one. Oh, more from this seller. So another one from this person. Um, I'll do it in the, in the same voice. Yeah. Cactus plants, free if you dig up. <laughs> a lot of cactus plants, free if you dig them up. Help yourself at the front of 10 Pine Drive, Aberfoyle Park. <laughs> so hey, this person just like... Offering stop. free. Did There's you some know? sort of economy that operates in their head where they can get steel for free and you can take any of their cactuses <laughs> I, if you dig them up yourself. I have a relative, a very, very distant relative, who owns one of the biggest cacti like gardens or whatever or collections in the southern hemisphere or in maybe in the world I think it's either oh, southern hemisphere really? or it's like it's like in the top sort of 100 cactus collections in the world or whatever it's like one of the biggest um and it's in lightning ridge in sort of central new south wales or north central yeah, new right. south wales uh and it's like a very very distant relative but I will say there is a direct correlation between people who collect cacti <laughs> and like just crazy like tinfoil hat types do you know what I mean like it seems I think it's maybe it's like living in the desert and maybe some sort of 
uh, isolation that breeds this. Yeah, but right. But maybe five or six years ago, seven years ago, I went on a road trip with a friend. Uh, and we were out in Lightning Ridge. And I was like, hey, do you know, I've got some family here. And they were like, no, you don't. You're bloody inner city, you know, <laughs> what, 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 what. And I was like, no, 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 seriously, my great-grandmother's from this area. I'm sure, like, if we ask around, we'll be able to find some people, blah, blah, blah. So I was asking around about my great-grandmother's maiden last name, which is Jackman. Uh, which well, is a, so you're just, yeah. like, going around being like, any Jackmans in Lightning Ridge? Well, kind of, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was so, which is a, it's, like, she is, she was, right, or is, ethnically Chinese. But, like, you know the way, like, sometimes your name gets, like, or uh, Asian people when they come, or Chinese people when they come up to Australia, their names get anglicized. Yeah. So I think it was like I think it was like a Chinese word, but it got changed to Jack Jackman. Right? Oh right. And so wow. we used to call it. Ah, oh, that explains Hugh Jackman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most famous Chinese Australian. <laughs> and so we went around the town. We were asking, asking at the local pub or whatever. You know, mm. hey, my great grandma's from here. Blah blah blah. Her name was Linda Jackman, and blah blah. blah. She was born here in like 1912 or whatever. You know, and I'm talking about this, and and I was saying they used to own this corner store, and you know. And uh, I'd, I'd spoken to my great-grandmother, you know, and asked her about facts and stuff. And they were like, oh, you should go visit these people. They're totally related to you. And I was like, whoa. And so we drove out to this place and it was like, seriously, it was, it was like a trailer and this like plantation of cacti. Oh and all these signs being like, hey, this is the world's like, or the biggest thing in, in Australia or in the world or whatever. whatever. It was like this giant, it was like hectares of cacti. Yeah. And they weren't giving them away for free or anything. It wasn't a nursery. It was just this guy had, and he was like, a proper nut job, like tinfoil hat, like I'm off the grid. Wow. Yeah. And people knew of him too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, it was a tourist thing. Like you, oh, okay, you, you yeah, could yeah, go yeah, there yeah, and yeah. walk around the nursery for like 10 bucks or whatever, but you couldn't go behind his giant fancy directory. <laughs> Did he charge you? Uh, I think we paid to go in, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> because I, don't, I can't remember what happened. I think I, I didn't lead with the, hello, I'm a distant relative. That's weird. That's a weird thing to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was also weird because he was like... He would have identified as a white person. Do you know what I mean? Right. And he was ethnically Chinese also. N well, in part. So, so generationally, right. he is from the same... He and I are related at the point of my great-grandmother. Okay. Right. Or sorry, at the point of my great-great-grandmother because it's my great-grandmother's brother or sister or something. Yeah. Right. And he... But his family had decided to intermarry with the local oh. white population mm, or whatever. Probably not much of a choice in Lightning Ridge, I imagine. Well, my great-grandmother found a Chinese person to marry in Lightning Ridge <laughs> and then my grandmother found a Chinese person to marry in Walgett and then my mum found a Chinese person to marry in Kingsgrove. Like, like it just it, it feels <laughs> yeah. weird to me that my parents have, my, my family has I been in Australia for 150 years or whatever and we have maintained like very pure bloodlines. <laughs> the way you're yeah, talking what, makes what's it sound like you're... This person who owns the cactus farm is just crazy because he's, you know, <laughs> a, oh. would you call him a, a, a blood trader? Like, yeah, is yeah. that he's I guess he's what ruining... I'm saying is mixing the races causes insanity. <laughs> That's obviously my point, Alex <laughs> Lee. <laughs> so he looks white. Yeah, white. yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. That's he looks I mean. like he, white. He, he looks pretty white. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought he had like Chinese ancestry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess it would be like what? what so it'd be like one eighth. I guess if you have one. Great grandparent who's Chinese, probably one eight yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I so I, you know, yeah. I don't know. Are you, what is uh, Aaron Chen? What is your ethnicity? Uh, full blood Chinese. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, that's one from one, two from yeah. two. Uh -huh. Alex Lee, what do you got? Uh, please don't tell the Hing family; they'll get very mad. <laughs> <laughs> the racist, racist Hing family. <laughs> I'm I'm half Chinese. Yeah. Is this the most Chinese free to a good home you've ever had? It uh -huh. would be. Well, this is like two and a half out of three. 
yeah. that five sixths? Yeah. <laughs> the maximum I, any other episode could have is two, because. Yeah, ben two Jenkins out of three. Is, yeah, because yeah. Ben is fully white. Oh, I mean, I don't know. Ben could have Chinese ancestry. Maybe like this guy Chinese. looked about as white as Ben does. Really? So like wow. Ben could Ben could have be one eighth Chinese. I wouldn't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. I have no. Let's not rule it out. <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on. Hey, uh, I've taken this one from uh, Sydney Craigslist, and it's entitled Holden Commodore P-Plater Ute Drivers, Man Looking for a Man, 40, in Campbelltown slash Norellan. Hi, I'm a 40-year-old Aussie married by dominant top dad guy who drives an SSV8 Commodore Ute. I'm looking for P-Platers to have some discreet M2M fun. Looking to go driving and then have some fun <laughs> guy on guy play in discreet places or talk and work the Utes. This was posted about a week ago. Oh. Now, Aaron Chan, do you have your full license? I'm a pee plater. <laughs> Alex, do you have your license? No. Oh, you don't have you know, you, you you're not even on your peas? No. Oh, I see. Uh, what do you think is the appeal <laughs> of a pee plater? Like what what does this person want? What is the connection that two pee platers have? No, no, this guy's not a pee plater. He's, he's 40. Not. No, he's a 40-year-old dude. He's looking for a P-plater. I think that's the safest way to say young person without yes. getting... Without being creeper. Arrested. <laughs> oh. Do you reckon? So oh. so you reckon it's like, you reckon it's like code for, I want a young, I want to... Yeah, or he just likes inexperienced drivers like that. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> that just gets oh, him off. Yeah. <laughs> Indicate at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, park poorly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty accurate description of someone who doesn't know how to drive for someone who doesn't know how to drive. I do athlete. a lot of watching people drive because oh, I, I get driven around a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've given you a list before. You sure have, and you're great. Thanks, Alex Lee. Uh, you're yeah. a full license, right? Yeah. yeah well, I am 30 be... years old, yeah. so it would be weird if yeah, I Your youthful exuberance just <laughs> <laughs> makes me think you're a pee plate. <laughs> I had my peas for a very long time, though. I was on yeah. my peas till I was like 25 or something. Not because... I wasn't eligible to get my full license just because I didn't bother Couldn't be to. Bothered. Yeah, yeah. And so, and so I remember one time I went to uh, renew my red peas. Yeah. So uh, I, I'm sure international listeners you would know that like it's a provisional driver's license. So you go from having your learner's license to your, your you know your provisional to getting your full license. And there's two types in New South Wales. There's two types of uh, pea plates. There's your red peas you get first, and then you use green pat. You know the green peas you've got to update to. And I went to renew my red peas. And they were like, oh, you can just do the test and do your green peas. And I was like, oh, no, look, I haven't studied for the test. I think I'll be, I think <laughs> I'll just renew it. And they were like, it costs, I think for some reason it was like, it, it's like $20 more, you can get your, full, you can get your green license, yeah. you might as well just do it. And I'm like, I really, and, and so they talked me into it. I did the test and I fucking failed it. <laughs> and then afterwards I was like, oh, well, I guess I need to renew my license. So I had to like pay oh, to no. do the test, which I failed. Oh. They, it was a bloody upsell. It was a they, bloody upsell. Yeah. And they knew they were like, this guy's not ready. Yeah, He's got red <laughs> written all over him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what what kind of license guy. are you on, Aaron? Green peas. Green peas. Oh. Yeah, I'm like getting them every time oh, I can. You're as nailing soon it. As I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so right. will you yeah. be able to take me for driving lessons soon? Yes, in like after next comedy fest, Melbourne comedy festival. Okay. Yeah, that's the way I measure it. That's <laughs> when I got it. Well, so you do it after the comedy festival every yeah. year, right? So yeah. you come back from the comedy festival and then just do a bit of driving admin. Do the circuit, then do the circuit. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't you got your license, Alex Lee? Why haven't I? It's a great question. Is it because I you're mean, holding I'm... out to do some mad 
uh, he played action with uh, yeah, exactly. a four-year-old dude. Yeah, did that guy say he was a top dad? <laughs> like he's a really good dad. <laughs> I think I think there are commas that are mis- that, that are not present in this that should oh, be. Right. I think he meant he's a dominant top and a dad guy. Oh right, or dad guy. And I, he's I don't married. Think he's a, yeah, I, I mean he could. Yeah, he's married. He could be bi-dominant, which means he's both dominant and submissive. Maybe I don't know. Right. <laughs> no, I think he's bi-dominant, a top. And a dad, dad guy. guy. Yeah. Oh, right. Although, top is dad. Is a dad guy like he's got like a, he's just a guy and he's, oh, he's in his 40s. He's yeah, just a cool dude. Just a dad bod. Driving an SSV8 Commodore Ute. <laughs> Looking for pee platers. Oh. Yeah, I definitely think Aaron's it's on the money there. That's just a way to say. Code for creepo. Yeah. You want some Ugh. young dudes. All right. Let's um, move on. Aaron, do you have one there? Um, n- mind reader for hire. <laughs> for children or adult parties. <laughs> Looking for an unusual act for your event or party? Then look no further. Mind reader for hire. After successful seasons at Perth Fringe World in 2014 with experimented <laughs> mind reading and 2015 with Frank, the mind reading hot dog, both, <laughs> <laughs> both shows nominated for Best Cabaret Award. Hey, cool. Yeah, Matt Penny wants to come to your party. <laughs> Adults and children are always amazed at Matt's astounding abilities. He can predict numbers and pluck words from your mind. He can recreate drawings that he hasn't seen and tell you your date of birth. And he's very funny as well. <laughs> it's just a picture of him in a hot dog costume. <laughs> but it, it, this actually seems legitimate. Like, it's a th- it's more legitimate than my comedy venture. Like, <laughs> Well, would you consider adding this act to your stable of, of performers at Bad Comedy? I, Has he got what it takes? I think it's too good for Bad. <laughs> He looks like um, he would know what to do. What, like, in a mind-reading situation? Of, yeah. or If there was a MC for a wedding, I'd pick this guy over me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, you, you don't have you a lot of choose a, a mind-reading hot dog over <laughs> yeah. yourself as someone to host a right. wedding. You've got some self-esteem issues, young yeah. Aaron. You know. uh, just in wedding-related things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, this does look like a fun night. It's a, it is a mind, like there yeah. is no getting away around it. It's He's won awards and stuff. Yeah. And it's a mind reading hot dog. There's no getting around. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. <laughs> You've got to find a way to differentiate yourself from the competition. Like there's a yeah, lot of exactly. mind readers out there. A lot of them, you know, maybe they'll speak to your dead relatives. Some of them will tell you when you're going to die. Boring. Yeah. Which right? one is dressed as a hot dog? <laughs> Do you think it's the other way around though? He's not trying to differentiate himself from mind readers. He's trying to differentiate <laughs> himself from other entertaining hot dogs. <laughs> he's like trying to pull away from the peloton of the hot dogs. Yeah, right. And he's trying to lead the pack. <laughs> I just like I says, Matt Penny wants to come to your party. <laughs> like I think, is this just this guy's way of getting invited to birthday parties that he wasn't previously invited to? Because he dresses up as a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. Like no one wants that at their party. Yeah, but he's like, I know, guys, I, I really want to come to this party. Please yeah. let me come. I mean, this is a pretty good strategy in terms, like to get invited to a party, right? Like there yeah. are worse strategies to get invited to a party <laughs> sure. than this. Um, have you guys, what's the... Have you guys ever done anything creepo or anything a bit weird to get invited to a party that you weren't invited to? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you said no, Aaron. Yeah. You've never done it? No? Like, I, I already hate parties enough. Like, <laughs> you don't want to get invited to one of your yeah, parties. Alex, interestingly, you said yes. Parties. I just want to like, make sure that I was invited to all of them. Yeah. Like, I think I go to about... 15% of parties that I'm invited to. Right, yeah. okay. But, but when I'm not invited, I get very upset. 
So what have you? What kind of things have you done to fish out invites from I people? I just remember, like there was like a maybe like a a friend in my group of friends. One of their girlfriends had had was having a birthday party, and I for some reason I wasn't invited. And you're incensed. Yeah, I was like, were you close what's, friends with what's her problem with me? <laughs> <laughs> what's up with that? Why is she yeah, hating? Yeah, why? Come on. I'm not. I'm only going to be good for you in your party. Like it wasn't like it was like a, a small event. I think it was just like having drinks at the bar. Yeah. So did like, you like text her and be like, "What's up?" Like, or did you? Uh, no, no. I think I got another friend to be like, "Oh, hi. I'm just hanging out with Alex. Do, do you mind if she comes?" <laughs> did you go to the party or did you? Yeah, just fuck yeah, up? I went. <laughs> did you so, feel good about it? Yeah. <laughs> I made sure no one talked to the birthday girl. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, just joking. Yeah. I mean, is that a way to get Alex Lee to your party then? If you want Alex Lee to come and mm. she doesn't turn up to 85% of parties, should I not invite you to a party to make you want it more? Yes. Is that a good strategy? That is a, actually a really good strategy. Oh, okay. Well, I'll remember that for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I similarly feel very awkward about going to parties and stuff, Aaron. I'm, I'm not a big party fan. What are your prime sort of like neuroticisms involved with parties? Like, why don't you like them? Um. I don't know. I'm just like super socially anxious. Like, there's too many people, and like, I walk around a lot at parties to the point where I'm like, I should not be walking around anymore. Like, I've walked for much too long. What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Are you just like doing laps? <laughs> like, because like, you, there's a lot of times at parties. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know if you guys are cool people. Uh, but there's no place to sit, <laughs> and you can't just stand. It's too planted. So. I like, oh, you feel a bit self-conscious yeah, just standing. No, but can't you but... stand and like be in a conversation with people? Yeah, but then they disperse and I'm like... <laughs> so <if> I, <laughs> And then I walk past the same people too many times and it's like, they've seen me walk past twice. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real thing. <laughs> it's like the idea that you're standing in a circle with people and then something happens that makes all of them leave except you. <laughs> so I'm like, not... what are you saying to these poor people? I'm like, hey, what do you guys think of walking around at parties? <laughs> <laughs> Smoke bomb, everybody leaves. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, uh, for a very long time, I was very, very bad at parties, like to the point where I used to leave parties and there was a lot of parties happening around the university yeah. that, uh, that all three of us went to or go to. Mm-hmm. And uh, my office was nearby there as well. And I used to leave parties that would go... There and be like, oh, I'm just going to the bottle shop. Does anyone want any beer or anything? Oh, I'm going on some cool errand. And then I would <laughs> go to my office and play computer games. <laughs> and then I'd come back like two hours later. I was like, oh, man, I just ran into another party on the way to the bottle shop is where I've been for the past hour. Yeah. <laughs> and you look like a social hero after that. What do you mean? Like you, the, everyone's like, oh, he went to the bottle shop and he was at another party. I don't think anyone They're believed my. <laughs> I don't think anyone believed my lies. I, I think everyone was like, yeah, sure you are. Why do you have like mouse hand cramps? <laughs> <laughs> and also, you don't drink. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Why are also, you the video the game world champion yeah. right now? <laughs> and where's all the beer here? I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I have to go get it again. I'll be back in another hour. I don't know. And more video games. More video games, yeah. Yeah, cool. yeah parties are terrible. I'd do that. Yeah? No. I, uh, w- one time I, uh, I th- th- in fact, the most successful party I've ever been to, Yeah. I, this is years ago, I went to a party that a, uh, was being held by a girl I quite liked. Mm-hmm. And it, this is like, the, this is like, I don't know, years and years ago, but it was like the most successful party I've ever been to. 
because successful. I, because, <laughs> I think that's part of the problem with approaching parties. But anyway, well, you don't go to parties with sort of goals and achievements. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because they're not computer games. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. What percent would you rate this party? <laughs> <laughs> well, this was seriously. I, so, this girl I had a huge crush on, and yeah. I was really worried about going to this thing because, you know, I'm awkward and I leave parties to go to some games and stuff. Video games. But I turned up, and she had set up a, uh, a, a Mario Kart like kind of lounge situation. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is easy. I'll just plant myself here <laughs> and I will just play video games, and I won't even have to like. Hog there. I can just like let other people play as well. I'll just sit on the couch. I can just be here near a thing I know how to relate to. And then if she comes by, she'll just see me having fun with all these people. <laughs> and then it was great. It was really easy. It was so and good. And plan worked out. Plan worked out. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was Did you it was, not leave the couch the whole night? Uh, basically, yeah. Yeah. I mean, nice. that, that also. I mean, that, this this mm-hmm. solves your problem as well, Aaron, because there was seating. I didn't have to walk around. Yeah. <laughs> Man, more parties should have that. Yeah, you should go to parties with a Nintendo now, Aaron. Yeah, I'll just bring one everywhere I go, just on the fly. Oh, not even case. just to parties, like to like to. Yeah, to, like, like what if you get invited to a party? Yeah, <laughs> just walking around with a bunch of cables in yeah. your backpack. <laughs> um, let's move on, Alex. Do you yeah. have one? Yeah, here is one uh, from Eaton's Hill. Hello, Eaton Hill. Eaton's Hello. Hill. Army camouflage netting, fifty dollars. Mm. And there's a picture of the, that army camouflage netting kind of uh, like spread. fake leaves type thing, yeah. Yeah, kind mm. of. It's yeah, yeah. It's got that kind of mottled look of like a plastic with holes in it, um, laid out on a carpet in a corridor in someone's family home. <laughs> uh, condition used. Fair. I bought this netting for a school project for my daughter. It no longer has any use in my home. It has spent a few hours draped over a desk, so is in perfect as brought home from the shop condition. Approximately three metres by 2.3 metres, pick up from Eaton's Hill. Mm. Mm. And I just, first of all, it kind of looks like, do you, did you guys ever in like primary school when you were doing under the sea, a term of under the sea stuff, like right. did your teacher dress up the like the ceiling with that camouflage netting and then... Like uh, as though it was of, seaweed or something. Yeah, or... yeah, and then like put you know paint starfishes and put it on. No, I went yeah, to a uh, I went to a pretty underfunded public school. Was where I went. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were lucky. I think for under the sea, we might have like painted a light glow blue, maybe, and then everyone's <laughs> eyes became kind of strange. <laughs> <laughs> and you all had to hold your breath and pretend you're underwater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you went to, you, this is the thing that happened at your school. You pretended to be under the sea using camouflage netting. Yeah, I think so. I think that they, I just remember having, I think it was meant to look like seaweed or like fishing net or something. Mm. I don't know why it just reminded me of that. I feel like I haven't seen that since right. primary school days. Well, that's certainly one explanation for what this school project is. I'm, mm. I'm, I, cause, and I hadn't thought of that. I thought that this school project was much more horrific and like, <laughs> like it's the, it's the year three kind of like the unit on the horrors of war yeah. and hiding from the enemy. <laughs> yeah. Let's move on. Aaron, do you have one there? Okay. Free concert tickets to performers slash artists for a concert event in Noble Park, Victoria. Uh, hi. So I am on the lookout for some artists slash talented folks, singers or dancers, as well as event assistant to assist in venue prep, store help, stage crew for an <laughs> event I am planning. <laughs> the event will be in southeast Melbourne suburbs and in August. What's in it for you? One. Free concert tickets. Two. Exposure. Three. Experience. <laughs> Four. Clientele. Five. New friends. Six. Live entertainment and band. Seven. 
plus more. <laughs> Contact me for more details or to express your interest. So there is no detail on that whatsoever. Like, I have no idea anything about this gig. There's seven perks, though. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that they've seemed to set up no, the, the, okay. the concept of a festival. They're like, I'm putting on a festival. I need every single element of the festival. <laughs> yeah. And I'm getting all of it from Craigslist. For free. And for free. They want yeah. everyone to donate their time to their festival. Now, I could understand if this was a, uh, an event that was like raising money for a charity or something, yeah. or if it was a really famous event or a really big kind of event that you wanted to just be at and, and hang out at or something. Yeah. Like you get a backstage pass to Big Day Out or whatever. But this just seems to be a brand new event with no cultural capital that you're meant to go to and <laughs> yeah. perform at for free. Aaron, yeah. will you do any gig? For, for free? Well, for th- would you do this gig? Would I do this gig? So go through um, the perks. Seven perks. Free concert tickets. Is it, are they separate to this or are they, you get free tickets to the concert you're performing at? <laughs> it seems very much like it's for this. <laughs> Um, exposure. It's, it's they're all good things in and of themselves. <laughs> but like, if you're running a stall, like they're looking yeah. for stall holders. Like, is exposure that important for them? Yeah. You have? Do you have? Would you do this gig, Aaron? Maybe like the bands that respond to this would like amazing bands. So what? And so then if I like, get to watch these amazing bands. So if it was like you two or something. <laughs> yeah. Your favorite band of all time. You two and you two. I definitely do it. I'd do it to watch. You two at this dumb concert. <laughs> <laughs> this concert was just, just assumedly like yeah. on someone's back veranda. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you two's there. Totally. Have That's you, exposure. Have you guys ever done free gigs just that are, are bizarre? Or, or like sort of gigs that are, What's the weirdest gig you've ever done, Aaron? Weirdest gig? Were you at that Paramasala gig a few years ago? No, I don't think. What was that? It's, it was a paid gig, but it was for this, um, the Parramatta like multicultural festival. Like okay. the focus of... The subcontinent. Right, okay. So, um, like, we're talking places like India and Sri Lanka. and Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, and it was, like, people like Ronnie Chang and stuff. So, they're good comics doing it. And then it. also you were on there? And I was there. Yeah. Um, and, like, there was two hecklers. Like, I think they were, like, on drugs or something. But there were two white people, like, shouting the most racist stuff but thinking that they're helping. <laughs> what? Like, what shouting, doing? like, shoelace jokes and stuff. And then Ronnie Chang did a bit where he ironically s- said something along the lines of uh, white people's parents don't love them as much. <laughs> and they got so mad that he was being a racist. Like, <laughs> and they like said they'd fight him after the show. <laughs> what, is the, uh, what is the shoelace yeah. joke? I don't know what that is. Is that, is that like your eyes look like shoelaces kind of thing? Is that the oh, joke? Oh, like you blind, get blindfolded by... A shoelace. shoelace. Yeah, it's because yeah, yeah. Asian people have thin eyes type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right, yeah. okay. Uh, and then they got so they were they were heckling racist things, and then Ronnie said yeah. like a, a funny ironic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they all got upset about it. <laughs> yeah, they got super mad, and they got mad at Jennifer Wong, <laughs> <laughs> like the, like the most loveliest comedian. There yeah, because she maybe said the word white people. <laughs> <laughs> but like, if you are a bunch of uh, you know, if you're a couple of white. Australian dudes who seem to not like Asians very much. Yeah. Why, why on your Saturday afternoon are you like, let's take some drugs and go to this multicultural, <laughs> multicultural festival. festival? Like, this is the best use of our time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, have, have, do you ever, have you ever got heckled by, like, racistly by white people in your comedy? Aaron Apart Chet? from that. Apart from that. Oh, you're getting heckled as well. Oh, they did that joke at me. Well, they yelled shoelaces at you. Yeah, there was a break in my bit. And then he's like, what about this one? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
all right, let's round it out with uh, this one that I just uh, that Miles Portek sent in. Hello, thank you, Miles Portek, mm-hmm. former guest on the show, and it's entitled uh, "Sucking All Soldiers Today." <laughs> it's from the Casual Encounters section of the Dallas, Texas Personals section of Craigslist. It starts off like this: Happy Memorial Day. Which is like, I guess, the US yep. version of, you know, Remembrance Day yep. or Antarctica or whatever. Very solemn day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Happy Memorial Day. Looking to orally service any soldiers in town today as a thanks for serving our country. Hosting at my place, come by and have your cock thoroughly sucked and shoot your load down a willing throat. No strings attached or <laughs> bullshit involved. Please provide your pick and info for a fast response. Available all day for your oral pre- pleasure. That is a woman seeking a man, 25, in Midtown Dallas. That's great. Yeah. Wow. That is great. What a patriot. <laughs> How wonderful, right? Yeah. She's just someone who's like, yeah, I'm okay with doing this. Thank you for your service. I'll suck a bunch of dicks today. Yeah. It's great. Is there any <laughs> possibility that this is a trap? Is there any possibility this is you a mean, trap? You mean, do you think it's ISIS? I <laughs> <laughs> think they're like, this is how we can get a lot of American soldiers These in Amer- one yeah. space. These American dogs, <laughs> yeah. they love sex. Yeah. <laughs> now, we'll lure them into our, into our lair, into our Dallas lair. And we'll give them a really bad blowjob. <laughs> <laughs> That'll ruin their morale. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it's possible. I was thinking it could be some sort of anti-war activist and you go there and then they sort of throw shoes at you and say, oh, <laughs> it was only about oil or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's very, uh, it's very confusing to me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this situation is crazy. I mean, uh, it's I... It's a very limited time too, isn't it? Oh, it's Just one today. day. It's one day. It's a solemn day. Yeah. Yeah. What's NSA? No, uh, oh, it could either be uh, the National, <laughs> National Security <laughs> Agency or uh, No Strings Attached. Oh, No oh, Strings Attached. I thought yeah, it was sorry. No Sex Allowed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's been vigorous debate in the States over the last couple of years because of the way uh, the United States government has failed to take care of veterans. Um, and it's a, you know, it's a, it is a really serious issue. Do you think this person has been sort of like inspired by people like Bernie Sanders, you know, chief, uh, the ver- chief of the Veteran Affairs Committee? And uh, is like, hey, we all need to do our bit because the bloody Congress isn't going to do anything. <laughs> so I'll do my bit to help right. out. You know, it's, it's, uh... do your bit on the home front. <laughs> suck a soldier's dick today. <laughs> Uncle Sam wants you to suck all the soldiers' dicks. I feel like uh, this is a very big job. Oh, so you think uh, there's going to be a line around the scope, block? Like too big of a scope. She's promised all soldiers. Yeah, yeah f- f- maybe it's just day. It's there's a time constraint. Yeah, right. But that's a that's a. That, I mean, there's going to be a scheduling, like conflict. Do you know what I mean? She's gonna. Yeah. She might get like you know, one person. She might get thirty people. Over, but she'll be able to like allot them into appointments. Sure. sure. I mm. would think. You're right. No, you're right. And soldiers <laughs> are very. They're very good at waiting. Ah, oh, yes. They're on time. They're on. Yeah, very yep. punctual. Yeah. They'll like. They know how to line up, <laughs> and and they'll they know how to do that in an orderly fashion because they're very you know. Yeah. They've got that military. It's regimented. Yeah, but what right. type of soldier would this ad draw? Would it be like, yes, ma'am, I'm here for my uh, blow <laughs> blow job, <laughs> <laughs> like very respectful, yeah, and like, like a respectful soldier, or just the worst? Thank people? you, ma'am. <laughs> 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 On this day, when I'm remembering my fallen friends. <laughs> yeah, I, maybe it would be. You're right. It would probably be quite difficult to enjoy said blowjob because yeah. <laughs> it is. You're right. It is quite a somber. It is a very somber affair, you yeah. know. And you're there meant to be kind of honouring the war dead, and you're like. Oh, but I, I, I could go a gobby. Like, 
I feel like I hope your American listeners don't get upset at this because I know they're they're much more uh, in general. A look, protective of their soldiers. <laughs> no, look, I'm not saying this is disrespectful. I think it's great. Yeah. Like, I'm very positive about this. Yeah. And I, I don't see how you could be offended by this. Like, it's not like she's forcing herself on soldiers unwillingly. Oh, right. She's yeah. not going up to them in parades yeah, and she's attacking not, them. You know, she's, she's just offering it if, she, if, you, if you want it. You know, so it's, it's totally open. It's fine. Yeah. I think it's, I mean. Uh, what about female soldiers? Well. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's an issue you could take up with her. Yeah, I <laughs> certainly no, will. There's I'll no gender equality in this in this no. in this sexual service ad. Although, you know, that's that, that's up to her, I guess. Maybe she's I mean, maybe she's got another. Uh, maybe she's working with other people. Let's gender flip it though. If it was a guy, being <laughs> yeah. like, like that, yeah. wouldn't that be a little bit creepo? If it was a guy being like, "Hey, lady soldiers, I'm all, like, I'm happy to." Celebrate your service on Memorial Day by yeah. like eating your puss or whatever. Like <laughs> that would wouldn't that be a bit? Cre- I would find that a bit. Is yeah. that sexist of me? I don't know. I don't know. If there was a headline, okay, so just imagine I was like, "This is my next one, guys." Uh, eating out all female soldiers today. <laughs> uh, I would. Probably, I mean, I don't know. I, that, that, that this is this is very interesting. Yeah, yeah because I it feels like this is like when you when you flip it, you're like, oh, this guy has a weird thing for female soldiers. Oh, you don't think yeah. about it as a service. Yeah, right. So you think uh, we've gone very patriotic on this? Maybe this is all about her. Maybe she's just got a thing for men in uniform because yeah. that's a classic. That's a classic thing. Totally. That, you know, uh, she's just yeah. taking advantage of it. She's just like, let's just get it all done today oh. and on Memorial Day as well. I know. Yeah. Mm. Shame on her. <laughs> Shame or <No>. well done. <laughs> <laughs> depending on your, uh, depending on her motivation. Yes. Um, Selfless or otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- yeah. I don't know. It I doesn't like... say what nationalities the soldier has to be either. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> say American soldier. <laughs> <laughs> so you think if you turn up from like the, the Syrian yeah. like pro Assad army or something, yeah. you yeah. said soldiers? Like yeah. <laughs> that would be so disappointing. Yeah. My goodness, because it's it's heavily it is heavily implied, yeah. but not legally binding. Yeah, yeah. You're like, well, I'm from the Kurdish uh, <laughs> militia. Yeah, this militia. Is- I mean, yeah. Wow. All right. Well, uh, that is all the time we have for this week's show. Thank you so much yeah. for listening. I would like to thank Aaron Chen for being our guest today on the podcast. Thanks so much for uh, having me. Do you have anything you want to plug? Anything people can find or follow you on or a uh, gig that you have coming up? Yeah, at uh, Aaron CH3N on Twitter. Nice. <laughs> That's it. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Uh, a bad comedy, <laughs> please <laughs> respond to it. Do you want anyone for anything less than a wedding? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no wedding. <laughs> anything like anything lower stakes than a wedding, you will you will happily find other comedians to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Alex, thank you so much for co-hosting this week. It's been hey, a pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you for letting me uh, be your Ben. Yeah. Um, do you have anything coming up that you would like to plug? For example, uh, on Wednesday this week. On Wednesday this week, we are doing a live uh, Dungeons and Dragons show. You say it sarcastically, like it's like like. I I uh, look. I'm, I'm trying so- to sell it. I'm not convinced. <laughs> it's so. No, it's like we're getting a, a friend of ours, Dave. Former guest on the show, Dave Harmon. Former guest is organising it and he's getting comedians who've never played Dungeons and Dragons before. Just give it a bloody go. Yeah, which is myself, you, Ben Jenkins and Simon Griner. Yeah. Uh, You you would all know these people from uh, this podcast if you're interested in that. So if you're in Sydney... On Wednesday, the 1st of July, we are doing a uh, yeah live Dungeons and Dragons podcast at the Giant Dwarf Theatre, so get along to that. Also, Alex Lee, you're going to be appearing, like I said, at the top of the show at... 
our live Free to a Good Home podcast on the 16th of July at Giant Dwarf Theatre. You can find tickets to that on the Giant Dwarf website as well. Yeah. It's going to have some of the same people, actually. It's me, you, Ben, Simon Grant. You guys really uh, have to start looking outside of your... uh... Media circle of friends. (laughs) Yes. Ah, People like it. Uh, (laughs) And where can people follow and find you, Alex Lee? Oh, you can find me at... Alex underscore C underscore Lee on Twitter. I'm verified now. Suck it, everyone else. Hey, you got a tick. Suck my tick. How did that's awful? How did you <laughs> get that tick? Did they just do it, or did you have to email them, or what happened? Look, I put out an ad. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it's 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 from through BuzzFeed. Oh, the, they do it all right. Yeah, yeah. Mm. but uh, there are no fake accounts of me, so I don't know why they bothered. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Got it now. I have. There are three fake Michael Hings on uh, really? on Twitter that really? are posting some very awful things <laughs> in my name from recently. Yeah, since I started it, since I started at Good Game. Yeah, there have been a lot of people because I was quite and am quite anti Gamergate. There have yeah. been people impersonating me, tweeting pro Gamergate shit. As though it's me. Oh, right. And it's yeah. a bit fucked. But, um. <laughs> That'll teach you. Yeah, but they won't. But I, and I, I, I've like reported them on Twitter, and Twitter's like, nah, <laughs> we're not taking them down. This seems like the kind of angry bullshit you might do, Michael Hink. Like, it's, you know. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, you need to get a you. tick. Yeah, I mean, look, look, we can't all work for BuzzFeed, though. <laughs> you know, some of us aren't verified journalists. I mean, I'm barely sure that I'm. You know, myself. <laughs> letting other people verify. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can email us at contact at freetoagoodhomepodcast.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash freetoagoodhomepodcast or search freetoagoodhome in the uh, search bar on uh, Facebook. You can find us on Twitter at FTAGHpod. Uh, thank you for the people who have been sending in their uh, classifiers. We'll get to some more user submissions later in the week. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for being a guest this week. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. If you like pina coladas and getting caught in the rain, if you're not into yoga, if you have half a brain, Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.